Hi, this is Eve Beatty, blogging editor at The Chronicle. You're listening to a Chronicle podcast. Let's get away from past history and not talk about the introductory song. It's, it's become part of the culture now. Just people know. They know we like it, and they know it pumps us up. It is uh, volume 721 of Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast. Uh, we've come a long way. That's a, again, I went to that terrible, terrible joke about how long we've been on the air. Well, technically not the air. The ether. The ether. And we also have a correction to make. We are and not, we... as stated in the previous <laughs> podcast, the number one rated Chronicle, Chronicle. Pod, podcast. No. We are, we've, now, we've been lapped, apparently, by... We're number two. <laughs> we're number two, and <laughs> not the first people to say that. Uh, by correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, which is uh, uh, where Chronicle readers call in and complain. But you know, we we did mention that last week, and like I said, we that we put an asterisk by that because you know how hard I would click on something that's thirty seconds and it has somebody yelling or swearing. Two of my favorite things in the whole world. Yeah. How hard is that? Yeah, this this takes an educated listener to to. You've got to kill a whole night to get through a TV talk machine. I mean, that's dedication. Absolutely. For us to be number two, you know. We're but... number two. We're number two. <laughs> we're the Avis. Is the Avis number two? Yeah. yeah they Hertz try harder. Right. And we are trying harder. We are, we are well, given that we've barely tried the first 720 episodes of this, 721, we're going to try. Uh, yeah. People slog through this for 40 minutes. Some, what is, LaSalle does what? Five minutes? Oh, he's, he's mailing that in. He's mailing it in. Total and, 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 you can see the tech talk? on it. Come on. Oh, Benny, who's not even here today, by the way. Justin that, Beck is at is the controls, as they like to say. Is that is that podcast talk, Justin? Do we, he's, he, he doesn't he want to be part of it. Why well, he drew the, <laughs> drew the short straw. It's like having to work Memorial Day. <laughs> <laughs> but let's tell let's tell the listeners the truth. We canned Benny. Benny sucked. He told he he, he what the first seven hundred twenty podcast. Technical error after technical yeah. error. I think he, was, he showed up drunk a lot from of times. The guy, so. <laughs> from the guy who wrote Tech Talk. He, could. he didn't know what he was doing. I saw him moving the knobs sometimes. He was a disaster he, at he the knobs. He didn't, know what, he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> he was, you know, he's a disaster at the knobs. No, uh, actually, that's not true. He was a very talented man, and uh, we'll miss his work. All right, let's get, let's get started on uh, 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 this the, TV the talk The TV machine. season is over. TV season's over. We've got nothing else to talk about. We're done. But you have you have given each network their final grade. Yes, you the, are judge and jury. Judge and jury, which is my job. But this is the broadcast network. We should make that clear to people. Because broadcast network, yes. The cable season technically kicks off in earnest as you listen to this. But the, the broadcast network, over, done. So let's get right to the grades. Yes. ABC. You gave them a B. Yeah. Why was that? Pretty solid. Because uh, I think that they developed a couple of good shows. They they had uh, Ugly Betty was a good start. Men in Trees was also a good start. And what else did I write here? You know, it's been that long. Uh, Brothers and Sisters, decent hit, right? You probably watch that a lot. No, you like relationship drama, a little navel gazing. I, I have a relationship drama in my home. I don't. I don't need to watch. <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, I got Brothers and Sisters in my house too. It's just totally yeah. Or Men in Trees. It's probably more like it. Men hanging from trees. That's my that's my home life. Uh, Notes from the Underbelly was a pretty good mid-season show uh, that was renewed. October Road, not a big fan of that, but that's back. Um, I give them that because I think they're a decent fall. They take a lot of chances creatively. And like I said, when I, when I wrote this, uh, when I wrote this mid-season re- or finale report card, it wasn't about like grading based on Nielsen's rating. It was just basically, you know, uh, critics got 
what was good, what wasn't. Their returning shows, what did well for them. I think they're a network on the rise. And uh, <clears throat> I think that uh, even though they keep adding a lot of new stuff, that stuff is pretty creative. It doesn't always work, but uh, they're pretty creative. So I gave them a, a B. And CBS, you were not quite as kind. You gave them a B minus. B minus, right. I think B was as high as we got this year uh, for ABC. That's good. You don't want to be a soft grader, be tossing around A's like the Frisbees. I'm a tough grader. I'm a bastard, which is why they have, I have the bastard machine. I thought that's the only way I can get away with swearing on this, right? Is that swearing bastard? Uh, technically, probably. Can we say that in the paper? Or the, well, I guess yeah, we, we I say can. it in the paper all the time. Bastard. I was a bastard. So, yeah, no, I'm known as a fairly tough critic, and uh, I was pretty tough. I've heard from some of the networks about the grades already. Really? Who called? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to keep them under. I'm, I'm going to keep their names out of it, but uh, one of them was the CW. They were happy about their grade. <laughs> they should be happy that you mentioned yeah, them. That, you know, oh, I, I just, just, just a week earlier. Now. Yeah, exactly. Now they're going to call it. No, just a week earlier, I joked about them not even having the lights on, so they were pretty happy about their grade. Uh, yeah, so I, no one got an A, just to clarify, for people who are going to slog through the, the next yeah. four networks, which is going to take about 10 minutes each network. Uh, now, CBS gave a B-. minus. Uh, really, the only uh, fall series that they did well with was Shark. Everything else was canceled. Uh, but then again, they don't actually launch very many new shows because they are, they're, they're the reloading network. They're really strong. They always win in total viewers. They don't win in the 18 to uh, 34 demo. Fox always wins that. But they're, uh, they're the most watched network. They got the most hits. Um, oh, they, they sit around and say, all right, we need another sh- uh, comedy with a fat guy with the hot wife. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Who's, wh- what fat guys are out there right now? <laughs> what fat unemployed actors? Yeah. Seth, uh, we get? Seth Rogen. What's his name? The guy with the Seth Rogen. Too hot right now to do TV. You think he's too hot to be a fat guy in a well? Too maybe, hot like career wise. Oh, career hot. Yeah, yeah. But so, also he's a good looking man. He 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 uh, plays himself off as being ugly and stuff. I, don't, I think he's like sort of a yeah. mediocre looking guy. Yeah. My well, standards are low. Yeah, yeah, really. You'd 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 let him in, wouldn't you? I. Yeah, yeah, I probably. Yeah, I think so because he's funny and you like funny. Funny, I, it goes along well with me. Personality, I'm a personality. personality. Guy. He's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a sucker from the college for that, probably. Uh, but I gave them the the B minus also because How I Met Your Mother grew, The New Adventures of Old Christine grew. I thought that was pretty good stuff. Some of the stuff that went wrong were survivors kind of uh, losing it. They're in a lot of trouble because they they gave up on Jericho. Um, but then they've for the next fall they've launched uh, a ton of sort of edgy fare, like CBS likes to say, which I joked. Jericho was your most edgy fair before, and you gave up on it. And Jericho, uh, your your take on the the campaign to save Jericho? People sending nuts to the, encouraging people to send nuts to CBS, and, and uh, because they're nuts for Jericho. God, blah, first blah, of blah. all, that's just so weak. Has first, there ever been a, a campaign that worked? Well, the, it's funny because I did mock them in print, and of course, it got posted on some Jer- Save Jericho website, and I got a million oh boy. messages from people who were, you know, filled with hate and rage. I'm like, it's a TV show. Get up, walk outside, get some air. Just because it's not coming back. A lot of times, I feel sad when shows don't come back. You don't see me writing a letter to the editor or the sending nuts to CBS. The editor probably wouldn't write back to you. <laughs> the editor doesn't he's know got, my he's name. Got, he's very busy these <laughs> we days. We know the publisher doesn't know my name. <laughs> uh, Tim and I, as you may have heard, the Chronicles uh, cutting 25% of its staff. Tim and I had a very uh, <laughs> ominous ominous sign this day. We passed the publisher as we were walking out to lunch today. Hi, Frank. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Look, Turned away. You looked the other way. Turned away. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. We looked at each other and we thought, well, we can't, let's not have an expensive lunch because this could be our last one. <laughs> uh... You know, you know what? The save campaigns, the save this show, save that show, I don't believe in them because they almost never work. Now, these people have pointed to stuff like Cagney and Lacey that have come back. 
you know, that stuff, if they're going to, that, those things don't work. In the modern era, no show on a, on a, on a t- top four, the big four, has been brought back. You can save a show if it's on the WB or, or uh, the former WB, former UPN. Niche cable shows, you can save stuff on there because, you know, two million people is easy to muster up on, on, the, on the Internet. And that's a, decent, that's a decent crowd on these niche channels. You could get 10 million people sending nuts to CBS, and it still wouldn't save it. So it's a I'm surprised decision. that there haven't been more in, the, in this age where everybody's connected so tightly through the Internet that there hasn't been a successful campaign to save something, on, even on a cable channel. I don't think you're going to see it. I, I, I would be stunned. Uh, I would be stunned if, if, if it was ever brought back. Um, you know, they always say, oh, Fox brought back uh, uh, Family Guy, and Fox brought back this, these, these animated shows. Yeah, they can do that because it doesn't cost them nothing. And the only reason they got brought back, Family Guy got brought back, was because it made money on DVDs. DVD, DVD sales were through the roof. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, there's precedent to that. But as far as, a, a, you know, a real show with real people, scripted series, I don't think it's going to come back. Fox got a D. Oh, yeah. A D? Yeah. <laughs> right. You got the number one show on television there. What, what's, what's up with Fox? Well, you know, like I said, this isn't about ratings. Uh, it's about content. It's what, 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 what shows did you give the American people that had a lasting value, that any kind of entertainment quality, that was just something that was good. And, and Fox, really, total whiff. I mean, CBS only brought back Shark from the fall. But... Fox brought back Till Death, one of the least funny sitcoms, maybe in the last 10 years. <laughs> Seriously. And probably in that list, Fox, you know, would have 80% of the least funny shows in the last 10 years. They've just really been on a bad roll. Um, so they brought back Till Death, which makes no sense at all. So they really whiffed. They had nothing that came back. And, um, you know, they're a second half, uh, they're, they, they rally. They're a second half uh, network. But a lot of the fact that they win the 18 to 34 demo, so they say we won. That's, they say we won the season. That's what they, that they can claim that is based on the fact that they're riding the backs of two mega hits. One of them is American Idol, the Death Star, most popular show on television, and the other is House, which is a really good drama, and it's it gets that uh, post uh, American uh, American Idol glow. So you're riding that, and this year 24 totally slumped. So I don't really care about ratings. I care about what you gave us, what quality was there. And they, and they had really nothing but crap. And they had a lot of failures this year. And, uh, and again, added nothing of real value, gave up on shows really easily, and uh, continued to, 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 to turn out some really bad shows. And, I, and so maybe next season, I'm hoping that they'll return to the Fox of old and be a little more creative. Any, but, anything you saw on the upfronts that could... You know, it's too early to tell. I mean, this is that's when you get into trouble saying you see something on paper or some premise sounds really good, and then and then, <clears throat> and then you watch it and it's just a load of crap. So we're gonna I'm gonna wait till the to actual results are in, actual viewing is in. NBC a B plus despite uh, canceling one of your favorite shows, Andy Barker PI. Yes, and uh, uh, and part of the reason that I gave NBC actually NBC that's right they get a better better grade than uh, ABC. Uh, are, you, are you just realizing that now? Uh, you know, I wrote it, and I didn't even know that. Did I really give them the B plus? Did you just misprint? No, that's what it I'm, says. I'm right going to change this. No, just kidding. Uh, <clears throat> you know, you get the three day weekend. We were off last week. I'm sure. What, Justin? We have, we have about a hundred thousand viewers or listeners. Yeah, so about a hundred thousand. How many complaints were there that, <laughs> that the TV talk machine wasn't on? None. 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 No one called. The lines were dead. We weren't pimping the number, so we only have like uh, I don't know how many calls we have. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe 100. Uh, so we were off last week. Get a three-day weekend. I, I tend to forget things like that. 
uh, grade B plus, and the re- and the reason is because and now we we have a we have a addendum to this grade, which is going to be pretty interesting. But the reason I gave them the B plus was they stuck with Thirty Rock when it really sucked. It was really bad when it started. And now it's one of the best comedies on television in one season. I, now I've, I've put this down as possibly maybe the surprise of the fall. Although everybody else would say Heroes, right? That was the biggest fall hit. NBC developed that. Uh, props to them. But Thirty Rock came out of nowhere. It was a terrible, terrible pilot. They redid it. They put the, another worse one on the air. First couple of episodes lousy, and then by the end of the year, I will right after that, like the fourth episode. Got to be really good, became really great. Alec Baldwin, breakout star. And it was also in the shadow of uh, Studio 60, the two kind of very similarly themed shows coming out at the same time. Studio 60 got all the buzz. Yeah. This is a great show. Look at this cast. Sorkin mm-hmm. is the producer, all that stuff. And, and look who eventually remains standing. Yeah. It was, you know, you never know until the end, right? You never know until you just can't count them up because uh, uh, Studio 60 had all the buzz and all the promotion and then it failed. And, it, and it, honestly, uh, 30 Rock was a better show anyway. But um, part of the grade was 30, they developed 30 Rock. They developed the biggest hit, which was Heroes. Uh, it's very, very hard to develop a, a, a hit sitcom these days. It, it's like gold. So 30 Rock's a great, a great start. And they stuck by Friday Night Lights probably when, when they shouldn't have because, um, you know, it's very low rated, critically acclaimed. The people who watch it are very passionate about it. Uh, diehard fans. Uh, but they stuck with that, so I gave them I gave them credit for that. Since this isn't about ratings, it's about what are you giving the public. Um, and you know, they got rid of shows that they should have gotten rid of, except for Andy Barker was a one blemish. But uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do CW, but we're going to come back and revisit the NBC thing because something bad happened by giving all these shows uh, renewing some oh, of these shows. Something bad, a, ominous something, foreshadowing it is by another you. Ominous God, another ominous reason to get to the next two minutes <laughs> of this podcast. Another way to stick through it. The stick c- with it. The CW got a C. C. I'm yeah. sorry, C minus. Mm-hmm. Generous, I think. Right, a generous C minus. Generous C minus. What, what's that all about? Well, uh, it's generous in in, in that. They are a fledgling network. You got to cut them a little bit of slack, um, you know. It's like rating an, an expansion team. Exactly, we fish or fowl. I mean, it was it was they, were the, they came from the ashes of the of UPN and the WB, the fifth and sixth networks, which had differing philosophies. Nobody really developed anything. I mean, the, the, the WB was a better network there, but at the end, when you mesh them all together, it's really hard to sort of make that work. They got that first season out of the way as the CW, this new entity. Hey, you know, a lot of stuff didn't work. for you get a sense that there is a guiding philosophy now to this network? I am worried that the guiding philosophy is going to be female-based reality series. Because their their biggest hit is America's Next Top Model, which is, you know, as far as a reality franchise, it's fine. I don't really watch it that much. It's fine. Um, Then they have uh, Beauty and the Geek. Which is, eh, it's not as bad as it sounds, but it's, it's, it is what it is. You know, it's, it's uh, dumb women and smart guys get together. Whoa, There's, oil and water, wacky. Shouldn't that be a CBS show? <laughs> right, no. No, the guys are not fat oh. enough. <laughs> right? And the women are not old enough because this is the CW. If you're over 30, you're just like Logan's running your shot. So, you know, I, so, but then one that they developed, and the third next one that they developed, which was, became a hit for them, was... Pussycat Dolls present the search for the next doll. Which I thought that was about something else. Then I tuned in. It's yeah. like total skank fest. Yeah. It's just awful. And uh, you know they, they they presented it as aspirational for women. You've got you've got two daughters. I've got a daughter. Yeah. It's not aspirational. This is 
this is for skanks. Yeah, no, that's, I do not want my daughters to aspire to, you know, to be if a they pussy watched cat that, doll. No, yeah. they, if they watch that, they would have like the hoochie license plate uh, tattoo right in the top end of their backside, right? <laughs> I mean, that's just, what? Can't have that. Can't get our daughters tattooed because they watch the CW. Uh, but on the plus side, you could cut them a little slack for being the new network. Uh, and they kept, you know, they developed Supernatural which uh, earlier, and they kept it Supernatural and Smallville together on Thursday nights. They got rid of Veronica Mars. They gave it a, you know, I know people were upset about that, but they gave it a chance. Um, and they kept Everybody Hates Chris, it, now going into its third season, which is, I think, the most underrated half hour on television. So you gotta, I, I cut them a little slack for that. And um, we'll see next year. I'll be a tougher grader next year. So there have been changes, as you said, you foreshadowed <laughs> hours ago uh, at changes at NBC. What are these changes? Ben Silverman in as programming chief. Yes. What does that mean? Kevin Riley, ben Silverman out. What does that mean for the viewer? You know what? Uh, well, it will mean something. They will, I know people are saying, ah, oh, insider business, but it's not. We talk a little bit about uh, inside baseball moves and television all the time in my column. And uh, this definitely will have an impact on people. Kevin Riley uh, is the NBC entertainment president. He's ousted in a, in a strange move. He was right after they announced the new fall season, like a week later, out. Wow. It's his slate, right? The new guy's going to come in and, and coach. Shouldn't him. you shoot him after the show's tank? Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I don't it, understand it, that. It, you know, it's a convoluted story of why they, why they wanted Ben Silverman and they let uh, Kevin Riley go. But Ben Silverman is a former agent and producer. He has his own, own company. Um, I think, I, I, you know, he's, Kevin Riley's not the problem. Kevin Riley had a very successful run at, F, at FX. He's a good programmer, he knows quality shows. Uh, that being said, it's hard, you know, FX is a boutique business, NBC is Walmart. You know, this is a bigger thing. Um, and and you you can't you know have this limited critic and taste. You got to have you know you got to program for the masses. Do you think he was given enough time to succeed there? Now I don't know why he even took the job. To be honest with you, because Jeff Zucker is his boss, and Zucker was uh, uh, entertainment president before Riley, and he ran NBC into the ground. And then, like a lot of companies, he failed upwards. He was promoted into upper management, and and then promoted again. He's very powerful. Um, he has a legacy of failure and uh, no real vision. And I think that... Is this um, why Zucker doesn't talk to you when you go to L.A.? <laughs> right, no, he does talk to me because he yells at me. No. Yes, we've been in a couple of shouting matches. But that's, you know, I'm, I'm the receiving end of that. I'm not a shouter. I said, I said my piece in the paper. If he wants to yell at me, he can yell at me. It's part of the marketplace of ideas. It is part of the marketplace of ideas. But, you know, next time, I'm sure he'll probably yell at me again next summer. But I may not be. Maybe I'll throw down. Wow. Now, that would be good. That would be good television, I got a short fuse now. I'm getting angrier by the minute. A couple cocktails at one of those (laughs) Critics critics Fest. He's in the pool. And then we we podcast that. Yes. A makeup session. A makeup, yeah. Right, right. You have to start the feud, then you come on. Well, the feud is on. The makeup on the podcast. Yeah. It would be our highest rated podcast. We would outdraw, correct me if I'm wrong. Right. Finally. Finally. God, we topple them. We're number two. Um, so, no, it's a big deal, and I'll tell you why it's a big deal. Ben Silverman comes in to take over NBC. He's going to be co-chair of the inter- entertainment um, uh, uh, side. And I don't think that he's going to have the same kind of patience with Friday Night Lights as Riley did. Now, 30 Rock, which I think is, is one of the burgeoning great sitcoms, still hasn't delivered the numbers. Whether he comes in and kills it, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. But I got to tell you, 
Friday Night Lights is going to be on a short leash. That's an expensive show that Riley Greenlit, and uh, you know, unless unless Silverman, who's sort of a master at adding uh, uh, product placement into shows, unless all of a sudden they start throwing like a Diet Coke football. And their helmets have like Texaco and all that stuff on it, you know. Unless he turns that series into NASCAR programming. Wait, I just need to drink a little more Gatorade here in the sidelines. Exactly. I got this clipboard from Office Depot. So you know, it's uh, he's a master at product placement, and um, unless they can make a money on on Friday Night Lights, I think that show is going to be uh, on a short lease. So that's a bit, our big news in the entertainment business. Big shakeup at NBC. It may have repercussions for viewers in that he did not greenlight any of the shows for next season, and he'll be overseeing them. Like right. Stepchildren. I don't know where that's well, going. Where, where, do, you want to, do you want to unpack something there about <laughs> no, no, your own just, personal life? Right, or what, exactly. What's going on? What's going on there? That was never loved. All right. <laughs> the, uh, let's move on to questions. Let's do it. You ready? Yes, question boy. Sir Tim, mm-hmm. you mentioned, this is from Bob... In Napa Valley. Oh, yeah. Close to home this time. You mentioned a show featured during the Up Friends called Reaper from Kevin Smith. Yes. That reminded of a cable show that was on a few years back that I really liked, but I can't remember the name. It's about these two demons, one black and one white, who solve crimes in order to get into heaven. Can you remember the name? That's a good question. I I did a little bit of thought. Now, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, question boy, you're going to say, I didn't do my research on this. And I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting to hear the non-answer before <laughs> saying that. And I'm going to tell you, I got a headache, man. I don't know. I thought about it for a long time. You, you thought about it. Did, did you actually do any research to here solve it to no, answer the I, question? I went into my uh, encyclopedic knowledge of television inside my wine-addled brain for the three-day weekend. And I came up with, I could be wrong, but I came up with, for Bob in Napa Valley, I think you're talking about G versus E. Good versus evil that ran on the USA Network. I think that's what he's he's doing. Um, if anybody thinks I'm wrong, which is what's the likelihood of that is about ninety nine percent, they can call the TV talk machine at what number? Oh, Question God. boy one eight hundred no one eight 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 sorry seven hundred and twenty times we've had this broad podcast. You haven't got it right yet. Eight 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 yes SFC mm-hmm. sucker free city sucker free city TV TM yes TV talk machine. How hard is that? If I'm wrong, call me, call me about this one, about the two guys, one black and white, trying to solve crimes to get into heaven. I think it was G versus E. All right, next question next is question. from Steve in Arlington, Virginia. Oh, yes. Lovely. Just uh, outside lovely of our, town. Just outside of our nation's capital. You've never been to Arlington, never, Virginia. Never been, never been there. <laughs> just outside our nation's capital. Hey, Tim and Question Boy, love the show column blog. Three questions. Wow. And just, I even got to mention this. Yeah. Wow. The uh, three questions. One. Sure. The Wire is filming up in Baltimore right now. Maybe he goes up the road to see this. True uh, that. <clears throat> true that. Any idea when the new episodes will air? Uh, I would say summer 2008. Wow, we got to wait that long? Yeah, because uh, David Simon is going to have some other uh, obligations. He's picked up a show that uh, or he's going to be running a show that HBO wanted him to, to do before they greenlit season five. So, um, and these things take a long time. I would say 2008. Um, hopefully it'll be more of like a fall 2008, but... You know, just in case, I'd say summer 2008. Second question. I saw that HBO will, showing, will, be, will be showing Big Love on Mondays. Are they trying to branch out to two nights of original programming? Yes, they are. Uh, starting, what, June 11th, I think, whatever that Monday is, 11th or 12th. It, it, it's moving off of Sunday nights and on to Mondays. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a smart move. I don't know. Um, 
you know, I think that's fine for the summer. I think it's much harder to do, uh, you know, on in in the fall when you've got Monday Night Football. But in the summer, sure, why not? And uh, it's it, they need they've got so many shows on HBO, and they're going to have more shows. They, they, you get into this problem where if you're only going to pro- program Sunday nights as your big night, you get in this backlog where you, you know you can't run shows now because even if they're ready, because you got these two or three shows running in, in a 13, 16 week block. So they get pushed back and pushed back. So, no, I think that launching another night is, uh, is pretty smart. And third question is, I saw that The Office got 30 episodes, including five-hour-long episodes. Does that mean 30 half-hours total aired on 25 Thursdays, or does it mean 30 Thursdays, five of which will be an hour long? Does that question make sense? He asks. I'm not, <laughs> wow. I'm not clever enough, he adds at the end, right. to tie in a puppet hole joke. Nice. Which is a callback from several, I believe, a uh, show six twenty two. Oh, I'm gonna. Just, uh, Justin's eyes are bulging <laughs> at the mention of the puppet hole. Yes. Well, who to, who's not excited about uh, crawling out the puppet hole or reaching up the puppet hole? Uh, I'm gonna have to say that. Uh, let's just let's just reiterate that if you're gonna send a question and it cannot involve math, how many times have we said this? Can't have a math question. No, not on this. Not for on this. Christ, one. save sake. it for Tech Talk. Yeah, save it for Benny. I mean, if he's making enough mistakes, he'll just gloss over that. But come on, we talk. About, you know, we're English majors. Well, sort of. Were you English major? I was a journalism major. Well, so was I. Yeah, it's like learning a craft. It's like learning to work a lathe. Exactly. We're we we're really all we're just uh, we're cra- we're like less paid uh, carpenters. That's what we do. We're just sawing right. out the words. You throw Carpenter, a math question Carpenter adds much more to society than oh, we do yeah. as well. We, do, we just detract from it. Yeah. We denigrate society. Uh, no, 30, 30 episodes total. And that, so, that, so to answer that convoluted question with the convoluted answer, it's 30 episodes total. And so five of those will be hour-longs, but it, it will it'll end up being like a total of 30 half hours. I don't know if I got that right, but 30, 30 is your number. No more math. Oh, Jesus, God, I'm, just, I'm, a, just, I'm asleep after this. Just you, Justin, please just edit Who that out. Guy? What is this guy? Steve. Steve, thanks, buddy. Show killer. He's killed, he's killed the bastard. He's not, it's not the bastard machine. It's the TV talk machine. <laughs> oh, wow. I need You're on too many platforms you know is your problem. <laughs> you know, I'm worldwide right now. I got, I, got a, I, got a, I got to slim it down a little bit. And I need a vacation. The next uh, is from Tim in Oaktown. Oh. Oakland, California, 510. Oh, I Straight out my... of the 510, the area That's code right. of record. Dear Tim, I'm a big fan of your column, and I love your podcast. While reading one of your columns online, I noticed that on your, the Chronicle website, you were referred to as a TV guru. Oh, yes. That's, they, they did call me that. Now, like yourself, my name is Tim. Mm-hmm. I live in Oakland. I'm Irish. I graduated from college. I graduated from college. I'm an educator, and I, too, watch a lot of television, particularly HBO. So my question <laughs> for you is this. Do I have the right stuff to be considered a quote, TV guru. If not, what do I need to, to do to attain this coveted status of TV guru? Please explain, as I aspire to one day achieve the position of TV guru. Keep up the excellent work. All the best, Tim. And he said, P.S., feel free to read this email on more than one podcast. <laughs> now the, 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 li- the listeners are mocking They're us. They're mocking us. They're mocking us. Because we have read, uh, uh, read letters on... A la Dear numerous Abby on occasions. numerous occasions. I think Justin probably doesn't know that, but we... Justin's we, never listened. He's never. never it's the first to, time, yeah. and this is the last time. He's like, what the hell? I am so out of here. It's the worst podcast ever. He made me tape that crap, but <laughs> just so everybody's on the right page, we have read the same letter over and over again uh, by mistake because we were not prepared. 
A TV guru. Um, you know, I didn't come up with that, but I, I will ask the gate people. I don't really like that. Uh, you, you interviewed uh, Deepak, Deepak Sh- Chopra, Chopra yes, years, years ago. ago. Yes, and I remember yes. this story. And he's called a guru. And didn't you ask him about that? And what was his response? Uh, G-U-R-U. Yes. He said, so it's all about we're, all, we're all gurus. We're all gurus. G-U-R-U. Did you just beat that living crap out no, of me right then? No, he passed me a bong hit right after God. that. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is just like, had he said that to me, I would have flown into a rage. Well, see, that's, uh, you've not achieved inner peace I, as I, I have. i got no <laughs> inner peace. It's nothing but a burnt forest in there. It's black in there. I think uh, we should explore that in the next podcast. <laughs> seven number seven twenty two should all be about the bird forest. <laughs> uh, podcast seven twenty one, a cry for help. That's our new title for this one. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what? You can, Tim. You can't be a guru uh, unless um, you've managed to dupe uh, a major, a major um, uh, media conglomerate. A couple in, of them now. A actually. couple of them now. <laughs> More than one, yes. right? Into paying you money. To watch television for a living, which God, God only knows why they did it for me, but they did. Uh, and I don't like Guru. Uh, uh, I, I prefer the cultural commissar, which I was. Uh, yes. Brent, L. Brent Bozell called me the cultural commissar, and I prefer that to uh, Guru. This is from uh, Early. I guess her, <coughs> she pronounces her name Early or Earl from Oakland. Wow. Is it a she? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. All right. She did not identify her gender on the Early. On the, early? Or Earl. I Earl? don't know. My name is Early. Another Oakland? Yes. 510, the five and dime, area code of record. Hi, Tim. I'm a regular reader and always enjoy your column. Mm -hmm. I have been following the rollout of the fall, summer as well, shows. I noticed that you said, today you said, that the new ABC shows were, quote, female-centric. They are. Um, Probably 80% of all network (laughs) TV shows are made mainly for women. You think men are watching soaps like Grey's Anatomy or most of the awful reality shows, Survivor Accepted, or American Idol or Dancing with the Stars? They have any choice in the matter, that is. Come on! I'm pretty typical <laughs> for what guys watch. And other than sports, I'm the only, uh, I guess it's a guy. It's a guy. Point. It's Earl, not yeah. early. It sounds like this guy's going to kick my ass. Yeah, right him. now. He's, first of all, he's a little hostile. He, he said, very, come on. Upset. I like I how think he's, it, though. I think he's making his... his uh, Lady in his life is making him watch a lot of bad TV. <laughs> right. He's watching and a he's, little He's reaching out. He's reaching out. No, he's lashing out. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. And other than sports, I'm only watching cop-type shows, CSI and Law and & Order, the Better News Mag shows, and a few of the two well-written comedies. And he goes on to uh, delineate his entire TV watching thing. Uh, sure. Let's get to the question here. Yeah. Is there a question? In there? Uh, Come on, Earl. Oh, get to the point. For Christ's sake. Uh, and by the way, it's a well-written drama. And by the way, it's a well-written drama and extinct, extinct species on network TV. Yeah, we have the dreaded dramedy hybrid now. But an honest-to-goodness drama, they've all migrated to the pay channels with the exception of shows like The Shield and Rescue Me, and they're buried on FX. Now, something isn't set in the hospital or law and order or rescue world. If it isn't a soap, it doesn't appear to have the hope of getting on TV. I don't think there's a question here. <laughs> just a lot of anger just, from Earl. so much anger. You know what? He's wa- episode. Earl, get a second TV, Mike. <laughs> you know what? Earl was listening to uh, uh, one of like 520th, our 520th podcast where we, reiter- where we reiterated to listeners that we like anger uh, and, uh, and um, cursing, and preferably. Cursing, yeah. And uh, he probably just took it out on us. Uh, I like this message or this letter because it's, uh, it is angry. And uh, it really is its own his own cry for help. I think, yeah, I think his lady's making him watch a little too much of uh, 
chick factor shows. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but he's right in one thing. Yes, most television, more women watch television than men. But, but no, they want a 50-50 split. I mean, it's not – a lot of men do watch um, Survivor. A lot of men do watch Grey's Anatomy. I know that's is probably there, hard to believe. But is there – do when, when someone's programming a TV network, do they try and, like, balance the lineup with, you know, guy shows, chick yes. shows? I know that they may – of course, they cluster the, the chick shows together, the guy shows together. But do they try and make sure when they look at the whole lineup that it's sort of – Gender balanced. Yeah. Uh, yes. They want to have a. They, you got to have. You know, to sell ads, you have to sell ads. First of all, uh, males are the hardest audience to reach because you know they flip around too much. They have. They have no. They have no brand loyalty. No. No network loyalty. And if, if they're bored by something, they're going to switch around on it. Uh, you know, that's that's a that's a general description of of the male. But that's how that's that's the thinking goes in Hollywood. Uh, and yet, if they watch, they'll buy. That's that's the idea. So they're they're you know they're sought after. So they do make shows for them. But yeah, you want to have a balance. I mean, more women watch television than men. So a lot of these shows are gonna, you know, they're gonna skew towards women. Um, I mean, Dancing with the Stars. That you know that more women watch that than men. But it's still a lot of men watch that. Uh, but all these cops stuff he's talking about. More men watch those cop shows. All these. I mean, CBS is packed with police procedurals. And don't and and look. Here's how you get. Here's how you get men to watch a CBS sitcom, like you said. You get the fat guy, the fat husband. This is you. Yes. This is your hot wife you could have. This is right. It's, right. it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a distorted mirror back to middle America. Mm-hmm. The hot wife, heavy set guy, maybe yeah. he's not doing any crunches it's anymore. A, it's a fantasy program. Else. It's a fantasy program. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, with that in mind, clearly they are programming towards men. Should we go to calls now? Uh, we only have time for, I think, one call. <laughs> we only have time for one call. And, 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 and we will pimp the number after the call. And, you know, maybe I'll do a better job on the blog. I haven't blogged for, like, five or six days. What have you been doing? I'm on vacation. You're on vacation? Well, no, I'm on assignment, says the paper. <laughs> on assignment? I've been reading. I've been watching shows. <laughs> Don't, what kind of assignment's that? I'm watching right. shows. That's what I do for a living. All right. All right, let's, go to our, let's go to a call. We only have time for one call. Tim, this is Clark Kellogg that I use on the blog. Anyways, um, in your <laughs> in your post today, uh, you said that you're very rarely wrong, and uh, I remember at the Hootenanny, both you and your wife, I was sitting right behind her, said Mrs. Cranky Pants um, said that. 30 Rock wasn't funny, and uh, I was just uh, wondering what else you've been wrong on other than 30 Rock, which you admittedly have been wrong, so I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm just repeating what you said. Um, Anyway, yeah, so what else were you wrong on? Um, All right, yeah, late. I enjoyed the giggling in that. uh, And uh, So what else have you been wrong on? Well, Clark Kellogg, who is a a frequent uh, poster on the blog, uh, a a good uh, bastard machine uh, responder, uh, I, did I say I was wrong about Thirty Rock? I, I'm going to hedge my bets on that. I was, I was, I was right about Thirty Rock in the initial pilot, and I was right about Thirty Rock and the pilot that got on the air. But I was wrong ultimately by saying the show sucked because it turned around. And it's one of my favorite shows now. So, but am I wrong? I mean, well, if you're wrong, you say the show sucks. But what the I show reviewed, turns out to be good. Yeah, television is an evolving art. That's and, what it's not like I, it's a. It's, a, it's not a static photo, you know, photo or a painting in right. a gallery. It's an evolving, changing art. 
All right, let's go down. Get my Deepak Chopra bong there. Huge second bong of the day. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It's uh, uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I did revisit it, and I revisited it for the very fact that it became funny. What else have I been? It takes around? a takes a big man to revisit his. Not I wouldn't say mistakes, but his previous opinions. And it takes a big man to go on the podcast and deny that he was wrong. Especially it, when the podcast is the number two rated <laughs> podcast. Chronicle podcast. Yeah, you don't see anybody in management who's putting up all the stuff on, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, coming down to be corrected. No. That they're wrong about something that they put in the paper. Absolutely. But here on the number two ranked podcast that people have slogged through 720 times. I'm here to say I was not wrong about that. It's just Clark Kellogg was wrong. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't have to do anything to, to improve their podcast because they're number one. Oh, yeah. They're coasting. They're coasting. Mailing it in. You can see the stamp on it. You can see the stamp when you download it. Uh, what if I've also been wrong? Probably a lot. You know, you just... Uh, um, well, but, but there's a lot of uh, highly rated shows that you don't like. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I can say I don't like American Idol, but they don't give a damn what yeah. I say. Desperate Housewives you don't like. Right. I thought Kevin Riley was a good choice at, to be the NBC Entertainment president. I was wrong about that. Gone. He got his fired. I'm wrong about a lot of stuff. Ask my wife. She thinks I'm wrong about a lot of things, and I probably am. But um, you know what? Will that be in the next uh, podcast? <laughs> <It's> right. Part <laughs> of your just, burnt forest. You know, my burnt forest, a therapy session. Uh, no, that's uh, – um, uh, I'm probably more wrong at home than I am in my job. I'll, I will say that. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm sorry at my job, right? I'm not wrong. No, you know, looking back, you snap the rearview mirror opinions off, you are, drive forward. Exactly. Opinions aren't wrong. They're opinions. They're, they're opinions. They're valid at the time. I may, I may amend them later, but they're not wrong. So the answer is... This... Ending, ending the, uh, the, the talk machine on kind of an angry note. Today. Angry, today Defensive, a, angry note. What's going angry, on? angry, dark, bonged out, and not one single mention of the shorty robe. No, none. Until now. Because we're not wearing it. Got the cranky pants. It's clear I got the cranky pants on, yeah. and they got uh, I got the mohair version. Yeah, I'm fully clothed as well. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is we got to loosen it up next time because this time this was we were a little wound tight in this one. I think it was we're missing Benny. I kind of miss him now. We're missing Benny. Justin just uh, brought us down. Too serious. <laughs> too angry. <laughs> too. He's angry. There's no question about that. <laughs> Plus, he had broke the bad news to us that we're number two. By kind, next kind of gleefully said yeah, that kind too. Of, kind of happy that we suck. So uh, next week we'll be number one because we're going to bounce back. And uh, if you have a, qu- a TV-related question or a comment you want to feature on the TV Talk Machine, send me an email at uh, tgoodman at sfchronicle.com. Put TV Talk Machine in the subject line. Or call in to this number, and we'll answer your question from around the world. From We've had global questions. Absolutely. Norway. Norway. Uh, uh, Where else? Sweden. Yeah. Uh, Italy. No. Uh, a lot of Canadian calls. A lot of Canadian calls. A lot right. of Canadian calls. There was we didn't have Italy. No, I don't know. But uh, and I'm Latin get America my mom to call in from Pittsburgh. She'll she can ask uh, about yeah. something. Well, she's been featured on the on Absolutely. I think uh, episode four twenty two. You know, we my dad lo- likes uh, the Dancing with the Stars. Of course he does. Oh, God, God I it's can't dreadful. understand that. Yeah, but it, but Apollo Anton Ono, my favorite uh, i sports star. The, that, that is the guy. sport of kings. It is. I love short track racing, yeah. that speed skating. And he, he won that, and he won uh, Dancing with the Stars. So congratulations to Apollo. Uh, the number to call in for questions, one eight 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 sfc tvtm That's sh- Sucker Free City TVTM for TV Talk Machine. And we'll see you back here on episode 722. Absolutely. Absolutely.